Feel your life Can be beautiful If you let it In the bowl Yo, 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 what do you know? Welcome to In The Bull Podcast. Shout out to Hustle Five Ways. I'm your host, Nas. She got tall, man, live from Dubai. As always, In The Bull Podcast is sponsored by your nation's own number one mobile hookah provider, Cisha to you. But they not only provide quality, 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 quality Cisha for private events, but they also do wholesale distribution and take that experience to the next level. What's up? What's happening? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling, man. You know, I feel like every week we talk about, you know, like what we're doing, and, and every week, I think, um, I think, it's, I think it's valid for when I sit there and say I'm chilling. I'm just, you know, enjoying life, just enjoying family, and you know, taking it one day at a time. It's been a tough week, man. It's been a, it's been a big week just for. It happens every day. You know what I'm saying, and it's sad that it does happen every day. But you know what I'm saying, we lost some, we lost, we lost some folks this week. You know what I'm saying, we, you know, and, and we'll definitely get into that. But it's, uh, I don't know. Every time I just step out the door, you know what I'm saying, it's just, it's just another day that I'm just grateful to be here. Yeah, man. Not to be somber, true, man. You know what I'm Not to be all, uh, woo, 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 woo. You know what I'm saying? Like life is great, but again, you know, you just, I'm just grateful to. To wake up to see another day and for another chance. Hey, this is true, man. Life is short, man. Life is short. So with that being said, you know, we gotta, you know, kick it off with a, you know, customary cheers, man. Gotta kick it off, customary cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Another day. Another episode, another week. Another opportunity to be great. Exactly, exactly. You know. So what's been What's been going on this week, man? I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I think it happens so much. I think, you know, I think like, I've lost family members to, to street violence. You know what I'm saying? I lost, <clears throat> I think a lot of folks have. And and I will sit there and say, man, I, mean, I think there are certain things that are, that happen. You're like, damn, man, it's kind of fucked up, right? And But I will say that when I woke up, you know, the other day and saw, you know, we all know about Offset, you know what I'm saying? And and seeing that he died, like, you know, you think about, you think about the Migos, right? The Migos, they're young cats, you know what I'm saying? But I will sit there and say, one, their music, you know, when it comes to that, they kind of started growing on me, right? But I will say, this could be my own personal opinion. You know, I'll say, yeah, I think he had some of the best flows on that joint, right? And he was he was definitely underrated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He had some of the best flows. I don't even say he was underrated, I think. But, you know what I'm saying? He always just chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems like the fact that, you know, you just out there chilling, cool, and, and you got some hating-ass motherfucker out here just mad. And you're going to take another man's life. You know what I'm saying? We talk about it all the time. We talked about Young Dolph. You know what I'm saying? We talk about... And it's just sad that we continuously just see people who are just 
just chilling, just hanging out, not trying to, you know, cause no smoke or whatever, right? And, and just stay outside at a bowling alley, you know what I'm saying? Chewing dice, just doing what he does, just, you know, living his own world, doing, doing what he does, and you going to shoot him. You know what I'm saying? I know there's a video of you know scuffle started and stuff like that, but that's some whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you you wanna you wanna draw your shit because you know what I'm saying you ain't got no hands. I will I will definitely put that as you know what I'm saying you a sucker ass nigga for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna use that term because you ignorant as fuck in the sense that you know what I'm saying you can't even you can't even bust a fair one. You wanna pull out a gun? You know what I'm saying for over some words over it funky ass dice game yeah yeah man it's a it's definitely a unfortunate incident you know i know a lot of things uh you know starting to, to unfold and it's, it's still early in the situation because you know the, the conspiracy theories are, are out there you know so i will say you know rest in peace to the takeoff you know we definitely lost another one yeah man but uh and then you just think about it, man, even on the same night, you know what I'm saying, Devado, he lost his son, you know what I'm saying, like, to a drowning, you know what I'm saying, a pool, like, dog, it's like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's just, it's tough, man, it's, it's just, you know, it's tough, and yeah, that's all I gotta say, man, it's fucked up out here. No, I mean, what, what, what really gets me, though, is that, you know, anytime that there's a, a situation, and I know we've, we've talked about it in the past, but you know how folks are, you know, so eager to, you know, pull their phones out, you know, put things on, you know, social media to be the first one that posts it, to, you know, get likes, go viral, and all that stuff. I, I think that's really the the, the sickening and, and sad part. That you know, I mean, before you know, individuals' families can even be notified about something happening, you know, they got to look up and see their their loved one, you know, laying on the ground. I think that that really needs to uh, come to an end. Cause yeah, it's, it's not it's not cool. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like a, there's no respect, you know, for for life, for for the dead, or for the breathing. It's like and everybody's just trying to get their their, their 15 minutes, and yeah, you know, that's the part that, that that really blows me, man. No, I hear you, man. But you know, it makes me like I was thinking about. I was listening, so I don't I don't listen to the radio when I'm driving. Right, that's one thing I just. I don't fuck with the radio, right? And and no, all you listen to is UGK. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you hear the shit over and over. But then it started making me really think about the shit we listen to and the shit that be on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, dropping your kids off to school and you, you got you got songs like, you know what I'm saying? Especially like for me as a father, right, raising a young girl, we get in the car, you know what I'm saying, on a radio, you got shit like, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers sitting on faces and, you know what I'm saying, wop wop and all this other shit, you know what I'm saying, and then you got, so you just even say you're just raising a young man, a young king in this world, you know, I heard a song today, and I can't even tell you singing, honestly, shit was trash, but it was, um, they just kept talking about, you know, his extendo, you know what I'm saying? The clip, you know what I'm saying? Or, and talking about, you know, what, what's the line he said? He said, if I was Will Smith, I would have hit him with the extended clip. And you sit there and you be like, this is the fuck I'm talking about, man. Like, it just keeps on going. 
enough's gotta be enough. Like, when this shit's tired, when this shit's old, like, how, how cool are you? Because, you know what I'm saying? About that, that's what kind of influence, that's the mark you're gonna leave on the in the trash for some shit. But that's my opinion. I came to agree yeah. But yeah. yeah, man, it's just fucked up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild because, I mean, remember, you know, back in the day, you know, I mean, in the morning, you know, it used to be, you know, primarily, you know, talk radio. And, you know, I think around 10 at lunchtime, you know, you had like, you know, the smooth jazz and afternoon you started getting into it. And then in the evening, you know, that's when they started hitting you with the, uh, I don't want to say the, the raw stuff, but the, the more explicit, you know, content. But But you're right. I mean, now it's. You can turn the radio on, you know, I mean, just about 24 hours a day with probably the exception of anyone who has that late night slot where it's like two to six. Yeah. You right. know, where you're not really, you know, hearing that. But, I mean, it's it, 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 it's the powers that be that, that, are, that are pushing that. And, you know, I mean, the whole thing with, you know, radio has, has changed. I mean, TV is the same way. Joe, you know I mean? TV ain't no joke, dog. Uh, yeah, TV, you know, typically it was after prime time. You know, you would start to see the the, the more raunchy content. But there's BT uncut. You had to wait till after twelve. You know what I'm saying for for shit like that to come on now, that shit part of your prime time TV. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. commercial. Exactly, it's all going going mainstream, and that's just why you know you got to be careful of. You know, I mean, what, what what you're putting in because you know what you're listening to and what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're scrolling through. I mean, all that stuff affects your, you know, your mental and your state of mind. You know, so I mean, yes, really. We as in we as individuals, you know, we have to, you know, hold ourselves to a, you know, a higher standard to, you know, watch what we consume because, no, you know, you know, they're doing everything at you. You know, so you can't you can't depend on you know someone else to you know look out for you know like I said you your mind state and. You know what you're consuming, and and I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, I agree with you a hundred percent. I will sit there. The only thing I will say that there's some weak-minded motherfuckers out here. There's some easily influenced motherfuckers that think this shit's real life and don't realize that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, just think about it, right? You just think about all the deaths and all the murders. You know what I'm saying? All these killings that are going on out here. What is, like, what makes you think that that should be your purpose, right? And I don't know, I don't even know how to ask that question. I just think, like, it's just, I don't know, obviously what you feed, you know what I'm saying, yourself, that's what you're going to spew out, right? And, and I get that, but there's just some weak motherfuckers out here that think, that, you know, they can hit the reset button and off a temporary emotion, you know what I'm saying? They watch these movies, you know, acting like, you know what I'm saying, oh, this gangster shit's real or cool, but that's some whole ass shit, like, you can't reset this. And, and and someone put a post up. I saw. Once you don't got your gun with you, you know what I'm saying? Now you locked up. You know what I'm saying? See how tough you really are then. Passing out in the courtroom because you just got hit with life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Passing out in court because you're now watching, you know what I'm saying? Your mother cry because she's never going to hold you again. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's the lifestyle you want to live because you had a temporary emotion over, you know what I'm saying, just some stupid shit. And then yeah. you just destroy another family. And it's not even just the family of, you know what I'm saying, of the deceased. It's you destroyed your family as well. 
I mean, that's a, that's definitely, you know, a valid point. And, you know, I, I could definitely get into a, a 25 minute, you know, dissertation, you know, on, you know, the, kind of like the, you know, the, the cause and effect of that, but we're probably going to say that one for, for another episode, man, because we could, we could knock out a whole episode. I mean, just, just un- yeah. unpacking that one. That's on my mind. I hear you. And I respect yeah. that. But that's where our mind's at, man. I listen to the radio and just hearing this shit. I'm like, motherfuckers got to do better. And then, and I agree, but I got to hit this one last part. I feel that, you know, it's something I do want to leave out there for, you know what I'm saying, the folks that listen. What do you think the biggest problem is, right? Do you think the biggest problem is us killing each other and, and us killing each other? You know, and I think being as a black man, there's so many other, there's so many things you already got to fight day to day. And then knowing that you now have to fight with someone else who looks like you from your neighborhood, whatever it be, that's another person you got to fight from. Just one more person. You know what I'm saying? That you just gotta gotta battle again. So what do you think, you know what I'm saying, are are some ways that, that some of the shit could actually change? Let's start in that conversation, you know what I'm saying? I know people have these coalitions and stuff like that in neighborhoods and trying to get the kids together. I mean shit, they even got high school coaches fighting each other in front of the kids. Like what fucking example are we showing them? You're a fucking coach. You know what I'm saying? You're coaching. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. giving kids pointers, life skills, teamwork, and shit like that, and you're fucking fighting. What example is that? It's just fucking whole ass shit going on in this country, in this world right now. And just don't fuck with it. You know. But you know, on, on a good note, you know, how was the the little ones? You know, first Halloween because I came across a, a Halloween story that is. Uh, Pretty interesting, you know. But before we get to that, you know, I, I want to see how uh, how the, the the young one's first trick or treat endeavor went. So, as I told you, I never really did trick or treat. I always had to do Halloween parties. So, what we did was we just—I mean, because again, because it was the way people are, and they got people giving out fucking fentanyl and Skittles and shit like that out in this world. You know, and she doesn't even eat candy or drink juice, to be honest. So, you know, I think the sweetest thing she drinks is probably like a lemon and ginger boiled water kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. so she don't even drink juice. So that's probably the, the, the most tasteful thing she did besides milk and fucking water. But um, I think she enjoyed it. I think she enjoyed her costume. We, uh, we did a little family thing. You know, she bust out his pebbles. You know, I was, we was Flintstones. <laughs> You know, so it was it was dope, man. You know, it was a it was definitely a proud dad moment. Like it was cool. You know, a lot of people sit there and say, "Oh man, you're a girl dad." I will sit there and say, "Man, this little girl right here, you know, has brought a lot of joy. You know, what I'm saying, and just purpose. You know, to life and and uh, shit like that. Like just doing fun shit. So it's, it's been it was cool. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. We had some friends over on actual Halloween night, so we had a cool little dinner and the kids played around for a minute and kept it moving. Okay. So it was cool. It was dope. It was dope. It was dope. Uh, I wonder how was it out there. No, you know, out here, you know, it, it was pretty cool, man. You know, uh, of course, you know, individuals that, you know, have younger kids, you know, had, uh, you know, a lot of different, you know, house functions. You know, we did a, a trunk or treat 
on Saturday, you know, so that was, uh, you know, that, 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 that was pretty cool. You know, we had a contest to see, you know, who had the best, you know, costume and who had the best trunk. And I, I'm happy to say that, uh, uh, my colleagues and myself, you know, we, uh, for the past two years, you know, my colleagues have won, you know, the, the best trunk, trunk or treat, you know, situation. So, you know, we, we had a lot of pressure going into the event, but, you know, we were able to come out on, on, on top again this year. And, you know, so that worked out well. Then we had, you know, some stuff, you know, around the office, you know, bringing kids in you know, so where they can go door to door. So, I mean, that was cool. And when I was driving home on Monday, you know, I was actually, you know, coming past uh, one of the parks around uh, around the corner. And I saw a group of probably maybe 25 people or so, you know, trick-or-treating. You know? So it was uh, – it was definitely celebrated. I, I didn't know how you know Halloween was gonna go out here. You know, first year out here during Halloween, but I mean, it, it was definitely it was definitely an experience. But there was one. Uh, there, there's a, an article I, I came across about a, a city in, uh, in Michigan that uh, had to cancel Halloween, mm -hmm. and they canceled Halloween, you know, due to uh, a roach infestation. Oh shit. Right? So the mayor ordered the sidewalks closed from 4 to 8 p.m., you know, to, to try to prevent, you know, the spread of the roaches. Because uh, their, their thought process or their rationale was, you know, these kids are out there wearing, you know, costumes. And if they go in people's houses and things like that, then, you know, they may get roaches in their costume and take the roaches home. And I'm just like, man, that is wild. You know, I mean, we, we've heard about, you know, rat infestations, you know, in, New York and other cities, and you know, I, I know you know Baltimore and you know DC. You know we got our own you know type of rats, but a roach infestation. Yes, that's wild. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 some that's some wild shit, you know. And um, I think the fact that you got to cancel Halloween because the roaches on the outside, or that's some wild shit. That's fucked up, man. I mean, but I think the, I yeah. think. I think like a lot of this stuff, man, I think there's gotta be some people that just gotta step up and figure out how to, you know what I'm saying, just clean shit up, figuratively and literally, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit crazy. You can't let kids yeah. enjoy the outside because you got a fucking roach infestation. Exactly, exactly. And they were saying, you know, I guess that uh you know, abandoned houses, you know, that you know, you know, you have squatters in abandoned houses, things of that nature, and you know, people run up in houses and you know, hang out and do things, leave garbage behind. But they were saying that you know, a, a lot of uh, the infestation is coming from situations like that, mm. and those roaches are just migrating, you know, from you know the abandoned house next door and coming right over into your crib, which is it's crazy because you I mean you know, you know, you see one roach, man, you know, it's about a thousand more. <laughs> know it, you know it, you know it. You know, tucked away, exactly, exactly. But I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, man, how do you take away, you know, a kid's holiday, you know, because of uh, roaches? There couldn't have been some other alternative, you know. I mean, they couldn't have done, you know, a trunk or treat, the school parking lot, church parking lot at the park or something. You just had to just completely just shut things down. I, I, I feel that was just being just a little too extreme. I don't know why. Why don't they like do like a, a neighborhood thing and like just bomb the fucking neighborhood? Like when I say bomb, I'm talking about one of those little bug bomb things. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Like, like, why don't you fumigate the outside or some shit like that? I don't know. I don't know, right? Because you don't want people to smell. I don't know what you do, but I just think it's some wild shit out there. That's 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 some crazy shit. And um, exactly, it's funny you talk about abandoned houses, right? So you know, it was it was kind of rainy out, you know, on Halloween. But um, and my wife, she don't she don't really do Halloween, right? I think I think I had to really get her into like the mood and the spirit of it, just you know. <laughs> Okay. Actually, you know, for as long as we've been together, this is actually the first time we actually did anything for Halloween. We don't, you know, Halloween ain't really that big. Like I said, I mean, my folks kind of traumatized me from Halloween, so I don't even do it, right? So, yeah. um, but there's a rule of thumb, right? I've, I've learned, and I forgot about it at first, but how do you know if a house is, a, is accepting trick-or-treaters? What do you what do you think the the rule should be of accepting trick or treaters, or how does a trick or treater know to go to that house? Oh man, that that, that is easy. You know, that, one the house has you know Halloween decorations. Yeah. And number two is probably the uh, the the best rule of them all. And matter of fact, let me not even say house because it could be door. You know, a lot of people yeah, 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 condos, apartments, things like that. You know, so. Right. It could be, you know, the door has, you know, Halloween decorations or something. But the biggest indicator, you know, for folks out in the streets is that porch light. Facts. If the porch light is off, don't come knocking. <laughs> if the porch light is on, man, you better have some some candy. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the one year. That's the one day a year where the porch light determines everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It does. It, it, it sets the tone. It sets the tone, right? And it's so funny because so we we were just going to chill. We thought it was raining, so I'm not gonna lie. You know, we weren't even going to pass out candy. We just happened to have some shit in the crib. We had um, we we just I don't know, man. We we got a thing with gummy bears, man. So we had some some gummy bears, the little small individual pack gummy bears. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and we get a big box from like you know from one of the large stores, you know, freight kind of stores. No, so right. We, and um, the doorbell rang. So we were expecting guests. The doorbell rang. It was these little trick-or-treaters. And the wife's like, oh, shit. We got trick-or-treaters. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, is the porch light on? She's like, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> you, might, good. you might as well be expecting this all night, player. So you might as well go downstairs and go get them, go get them gummies and start handing them out, player. Because this is what you got to be doing all night. Now she had the porch light on, and uh, we probably had like seven or eight of them. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it's like, okay. and I'm not someone who just hands out. You know, there's nothing worse than going to a door and someone just hands you that one Snickers or that one pack. You're like, man, just give me a couple of them. You know what I'm Especially if you have good <laughs> shit, right? So you know, we had the organic gummy bears. They were pretty solid, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm hearing, like, if I see, like, two or three kids, they're getting, like, two or three packs of peas. You know, if I run out, then the push light goes off. That's the way life goes. Hey, first come, first serve, man. First come, first serve. Yeah, exactly. Get it while, hey, limited quantities. Get it while you can, man. Get it while you can. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool, though. It was a cool little experience, you know, our first Halloween in the new neighborhood. So it was cool, man, to feel like we was a part of it. It was dope. So I enjoyed it. Little one enjoyed it. She stayed up a little later than normal. So it was a good time. That's what's up, man. Hey, did you happen to catch uh, Diddy's Halloween outfit? 
Yeah, he he did that. <laughs> shit. It took me a minute. It took me a minute to figure out who it was. Like if you didn't read the caption, like he did a phenomenal job on that. I give him that. Hats off to him on that. No, he, he did, man. Because when he rolled up on Tyler, the creator, I was like, all right, man, who, who is this cat? But then there's a a, a second clip that yeah. start, started circulating, you know, when he got into the, well, potentially got into uh, an, an altercation with my man 2-Bit from Power yeah. on the street. <laughs> yeah. When he started started talking, you know, and, 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 and came back at that man with, with, with love, you know, turning from the, you know, the, the Joker to Brother Love. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely Diddy right there, man. That that man did this thing. Yeah, no, nah, he did, man. That shit was funny, man. The Bama was, he was mad, too. The Bama was like, he was, <laughs> he was, he was in his feelings for a second. Too bad, I guess that, that's too bad in real life, huh? Uh, he, he was in his feelings, but no, that shit was cool. That shit was cool. That was a A lot of people, man. But you see, they got that new thing when they got the little little memes of, of different costumes. You yeah. Know? And so they had this one, they had this one where it was like the costume of, it said, uh, it was like eight folks, it was eight dudes in one bottle. <laughs> that was a costume. Right? <laughs> so it, it made me, it made me think though, like remember how we talked in the very beginning we were talking about hookah and like don't, like don't come up to me and ask me if you can, you know, what kind of flavor you got, if you can have, you know, hey, can I get on your hookah? Don't fucking ask me that. That's one, two. Exactly. But it, it, I think this should be a rule of thumb, man. I think it's. I think when you get to a certain age or a certain area, I don't know if it's like etiquette. I don't know what you call it, but after a certain number, your one bottle should probably go to two. And you know, I, I think people get stuck by the by the ticket price or the the, the shock value, whatever. Yeah. But quite honestly, you know, I always say if you have over like four people, it makes sense to get a bottle. Yeah, financially speaking, because you, you may get 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 knocked around, you know, going drink to drink. So going drink to drink, right? And if you, yeah. know, you know, one person, I don't know, especially if you're in this area, you know, one drink could be fifteen, sixteen dollars. Shit, I mean. Cause you get a double, yeah. you, you have forty dollars a drink. You know what I'm saying? Say you have four or five of those, and then yeah, you may be kind of saucy, but now you just spent forty times five. You spent two hundred on that. You know what I'm saying? If you have four of those, you know what I'm saying? Four people who kind of drink or match drinking. You know what I'm saying? That's a bottle right there. Yeah, quickly. You know what I'm saying? That, that's actually like probably three bottles. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. especially if you're doing tip and stuff like that, so. But yeah, I thought that shit was hilarious, man. I couldn't stop laughing. I, I do think when you get to a certain age, there should be a, 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 a cutoff number of how many people are in one bottle. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, you know, because my days of, you know, sitting around the club and, you know, seeing, you know, individuals and ordering drinks and, you know, splitting happy hour drinks. I'm like, you know, when, when you go out, you know, you, you know, you know what your resources are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so I mean, if it's eight of y'all on on one bottle, man, it's maybe a be a, be something. You know, it may be a hang in the house. Yeah, just hang out in the house. Ooh, no, one's gonna, <laughs> no one's gonna fucking judge you, right? You know what I'm saying? If, if you ain't got it, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But don't have any people in the bottle. You know what I'm saying? Now you sip it and then you start switching over to water and shit like that. Like, calm down. Like, yeah, and I, and I feel the same way about hookah. You know, what I mean, if, if it's 
if it's six of y'all, like eight of y'all at the table, you know, smoking the same hookah, get two hookahs. Two hookahs. I mean, honestly, once you start getting the eight, you should probably start teetering around, maybe getting the third one, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think four, even four people in one hookah can get, it goes out pretty quick, right? And especially you got someone with some heavy lungs. You're like, all right, relax, bro. I'm like, chill. Exactly. And that rotation is mean, you know, because you're going to take your couple pulls and you may not see it again for another 15 minutes. That's what I'm saying, man. I think there should be limits. It's just like, you know, when you go on vacation, man, it can't be. No. No, what were you saying about vacation? When you go on vacation, it can't be like five dudes to a room. It just can't be. It's just. Nah. You're you're at a a new level. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, chicks. Like, it should never be five dudes to a room because that's, that's, you know, that's a little bit much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, on a spring break, you know what I'm saying? Life life should be a little bit different, but I'm not here clocking no one's pockets, but yeah, I am judging. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a difference if it's like a family kind of thing, but you probably still get more rooms, but fuck it, get an Airbnb if that's if that's the case. Yeah, there's you know? so many different options and alternatives now, man, because no, I'm not going to lie, you know, you know, back in the day, you know I mean? Late 90s. You know, we will put, you know, like four people in the room mm-hmm. or maybe maybe five. You know, you had somebody under the sheets, somebody on top of the blanket. You had somebody mm-hmm. on, you know, the, the pullout couch. But even even then, you know, I mean, that was kind of a lot. But I mean, you, you're talking about, you know, when you're back in college, you know, when, you, when you're in college, that's that's kind of understandable, you know, back then. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. I mean, now, you know, with Airbnb and, you know, so many different uh you know, options out there, you know, you, you definitely should not be a working individual out in the working world. You know, five dudes to a room. It's about priorities, right? It made me think too, right? So we got a, we got one, we got a, we got a vehicle that are great for, for running errands, right? And, you know what I'm saying? I think it's, it's, I think if you don't got it, it's okay. You can just chill and fall back. Like, no one's going to judge you, right? It becomes a problem when you want to be part of the scene. And you just become that moocher. You can't, you can't, you don't participate. You don't get back. Like, you may not get back every time, but you become that person where it's like, damn, man, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, let me, hey, let me get, uh, like, you got to bring something to the table, man. If you don't got it, it's cool. No one's going to judge you. Hopefully, you got a solid circle. They're like, Yo, man, Bama can just kick it over here or kick it over there and just chill. You know exactly. what I'm saying? You know, I, I think when it comes to priorities, stack your papers. If you put good with it, you're good. But you don't got to be something you're not. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Live your truth. Uh, you got to, man. You got to. Uh, so, so what else is going on, man? I see, uh, I see your Cowboys, uh, you know, skated to another, another, another victory. You know it, you know it, you know it. Life is good, you know what I'm saying? It's, I won in my fantasy league and my boys won. You know, that defense right there, man, I'm good, man. I think I think uh, we're still trying to figure out the offensive side, but, you know, I think as long as we can yeah. hold numbers down, I think, you know, we can we produce enough to get by. So, it's shit, man. I think every, every, game, this, every game this season thus far, there's been a turnover. A forced turnover, so if not more in one game, so. No, no you're right. You're, you're right. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, y'all, y'all are looking. You know, 
No, no, pretty solid, man. That, that, that defense is, uh, is definitely, you know, playing at a, a high level and playing cohesively. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so. Well, uh, I was going to ask you, you, um, with you across the water, sandbox, I'm not sure if the news has made it over there yet, but I hear your folks Snyder looking at selling the team. Oh man, you know I got that alert, man. You know, the, I, I I saw that he reached out to Bank of America, you know, to help him, you know, with the sale of the team, you know, and I am, you know, all for that. And I and you know, a week or two ago there was discussion about, you know, the owners of, you know, would they come together collectively? Because I think like two thirds of the majority, you know, had to uh they want to take a vote, you know, to push him to sell the team. So I don't know if you know, he kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like, all right, you know, let me go ahead and get out of this while I can before I'm forced out. You know, but it, the news definitely, you know, made it here. Because I'll always say, I mean, you know, the Washington football team, a.k.a. the Commanders, you know, for 20-plus years, you know, Snyder's on the team, you know. And Snyder was cool with me at the beginning, you know, because he bought them to, to Landover. You know, so the stadium was... Literally, you know, a mile around the corner, you know, from where I grew up. Yeah. But since that time, you know, the the legacy of the team is it's just been one thing after another. You know, from trying to buy a Super Bowl team and just you know giving people a hundred million dollars and you know just just throwing money against the wall and you know saying you know what was going to stick. But you know, I'm excited about this because you know, I mean, we've had quarterbacks, we've had you know coaches we've had you know high profile backs high profile you know defensive players you know offensive linemen and you know we haven't been able to get over that hump you know so i'm excited about this uh this new transition you know this this next chapter and such a, a great team's history yeah yeah i hear you i i i hear you trying to see where it's about to go to next man i think it's time it's time for a change you know jerry Jerry ain't selling nobody. That shit ain't happening. Jerry, Jerry's a no. Don't expect the same thing to come from from the boys. That ain't happening. You know, no, but, that, but you know, Jerry, Jerry has a different mind state, though. You know, I mean, uh, uh, Jerry, of course, you know, he wants to be, you know, the owner and and, and the GM. You know, but I, I will say, you know, he has done, you know, a lot of things correctly. You know, he's done some things, and you know, I kind of, you know put my shoulders up there like, uh, I don't know about that. But he was also, you know, a guy giving a lot of people second chances too. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And it's, um, I will sit there and say, I do not like the boys because of the owner. I will say that. Whether, no matter what he's done for the stadium, maybe the area, <laughs> but I do not like the team because of Jerry. I'm going to put that out. I'm, 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 I'm a fan of the Cowboys. Uh, that's who I'm a fan of, of of the squad. You know what I'm saying? There's an era that made me just made me grow a passion for the sport. You know what I'm saying? And, and just I've always gravitated towards that. So, but I will say though, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, I don't know. These owners are wild, man. We we was you know you know how it's kind of old now, but uh, you know they talk about that whole um, the Boston. Boston side, right? It's, it's some people, man. It's just fucked up. You talk about second chances, man. And I want to get your opinion on that, right? I want to get your opinion on, um, 
when the the previous coach of Boston, mm. Fidelity. Do you think he should have lost his job? Oh man! So at the very beginning, when I heard that story, I was like, "Nah, you know, he shouldn't have, you know, lost his job." But then. When, you know, I found out more about the story and, you know, more about, you know, internal, you know, rules and things like that, you know, where he did, you know, overstep some lines. I'm like, you know, within everybody's job, you know, there's a, you know, set of rules of things that you can and can't do. And if you, you know, break one of those rules, then, you know, you have to be held accountable. Yeah. You know, and whatever the consequences are, you know, I mean, that, that's what it is. But I, I do agree with, and I think it, it may have even been, uh, you know, Stephen A., who had uh, who said this, you know, so I definitely can't take credit for it. But what happened in Boston was an HR issue. You know, that's not something that, that needed to be, you know, splashed across, you know, all the headlines of, you know, what he did, because it, it was an internal matter. So I think the way he was treated as a result of that, I yeah. think that was unfair. But the the action he took and the issue he took, you know, in the workplace, you know, I mean, I think that was, you know, definitely fair game. But I am glad to see that, you know, he's getting another another opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. No, facts, facts. I agree. I mean, I think it's fucked up he lost his job. I'll still say that. But I think it also, because of it, of how it got publicized, is the reason why he lost it. Job, right, you know, it's just like you said. I mean, you always have these little back of the house rules that you got to go by. You know what I'm saying? You sign up for, you yeah. get paid by them. Unfortunately, you work for somebody, and that's the rule. You break a, exactly. you break a, those cardinal rules, or whatever you want to call it. You got to go, but I don't think you should yeah. stop for that, right? But it also, it always, it always goes back, man. You don't eat where you should at. Nah, nah. You don't do it. You know, <laughs> I think there should even be a rule like very slippery slope. Even for like dudes who be talking and talking to joints who who live next door, or they, you know, you're in an apartment building. You obviously start having a relationship. Like, why would you even do that? Nah, you need that buffer zone. That that mm-hmm. is because it, it it never ends well. Because when it ends, man, that's. It's different when somebody lives across town. It's like, ah, look, I'm just not going to go in that neighborhood or you know, yeah. I'm not going to go to this place or that place. But, I mean, when you run into them at the mailbox, in the laundry room, in the parking lot, at the pool, you know, now you got somebody new with you or they have somebody new with them. It just creates unnecessary awkwardness no, and that, tension. Shit, Boomerang taught you that. You know what I'm saying? Boomerang taught you that when you had the neighbor... Yeah, yeah, the neighbor in the backyard just hating on him. Like, exactly. Should have taught you that shit, right? You just, that's just certain shit you just don't do. And I think there should be a code. Like, people just, unfortunately, man, you gotta, you gotta let some temptation just go. Yeah, yeah, man. You gotta weigh the pros and cons in situations like that, man. The cons will always outweigh the pros. Yeah, man. Yes, you gotta start thinking about. It. You gotta think about tomorrow. How's it gonna impact tomorrow? There's nothing worse than a scorn person. It's somebody who's scorned. Ooh. Yeah, man. It's someone who's scorned or hurt. Hurt people hurt people. They do. You know, throw all salt, kinds of salt in the room. So, yeah, that's my little friendly advice for the week. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't eat where you shit at. Nah. Nah. 
definitely do not. And, and you know, it's something that was crazy I saw. You know, because, you know, I know, you know, we're in, you know, the, well, I know you all are in the fall season. You know, we're in the winter season out here. Even though it doesn't feel like winter yet because it's still about 90 some odd degrees. And Never going to feel like winter. At night, but, but, uh, you know, around fall time, you know, a lot of, you know, counties have like the county fair and things that they mm-hmm. run. Um, you know, of course, you go to the fair and, you know, you always see like the deep fried stuff, you know, deep fried Twinkies and, you know, deep fried Snickers and things like that. Me personally, I've never really been, you know, a fan of too much deep fried stuff because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to drop this thing in some grease and it's already, you know, something a little suspect. So, you know, not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? If, if you like it, I love it. Yeah. But I saw that uh, someone had posted uh, deep fried boiled eggs. It's trifling. And I was like, you know, I know we always talk about, you know, I mean, people out here being adventurous and, you know, somebody trying to find the next best thing and, you know, doing things, foxtails, you know, various foods. But I'm like a deep fried boiled egg. And, and I mean, to echo what you said earlier, you know, I mean, when is enough enough? You know, when are we going to stop trying to, you know, deep fry everything? Everything is not meant to be deep fried. Yeah, shit trifling, man. I, I don't know. I mean... I still have a problem. I don't even like poached eggs, right? Like, the, the eggs got to be, you know what I'm saying? I want my shit fried hard. Like, I don't... Yeah, don't give me no runny egg, man. Yeah, don't give me don't give me runny egg. Like, this little egg Benedict thing, I get it. You know, some people sit there and say, well, you know, your palate is that, that, fuck that shit. Cook my egg. Nah, nah. I want my shit, I want my shit fried <laughs> hard. All the way through. I don't want nothing runny on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Even if you get on a burger, I don't want my burger to have runny shit on top of it. I'm about to say the same thing. Yeah, make sure that yolk is fried hard. Yeah, man, make sure that, you know, and I don't mind a, a good egg on a, on a good, you know what I'm saying, turkey burger or something like that. I'm cool with it, but fry the shit hard, though. Don't. But yeah, I don't know about this fried thing. I think um, I think people are, I think that's a little bit too far for that. I think it's, you know, that's yeah. a little far-fetched. Yeah, I mean, I even go to, like, I'm not going to lie, man, I don't know if I trust people who really even, and people may hate me for what I'm about to say, and there could be some really close friends who probably do it. So it is what it is, you know, no yeah. love. But I really don't like people who put ketchup and hot sauce on their eggs. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> like I have a strong passion against like I hate, I do not. I just look at them like, why? I just can't do it, man. I just I don't know, man. I just I judge people when I be at the table. I'm like. Why do you just put ketchup on your eggs? <laughs> like, you know, like when you're in like middle school and, and shit like that, people used to try to put like, and I don't know if they were joking or what, but they used to eat the shit. They used to put like ketchup on their mashed potatoes. First of all, school mashed potatoes, shit was trash. But two, yeah. you put fucking ketchup on it? Yeah, that's definitely pushing push the envelope. Now, with, with the the ketchup and hot sauce on the eggs. You know, I, I will say, you know, if I make an omelet, you know, I, I may, you know, add a little, you know, the spice king is going to add a little spice in it. You know, whether it be, you know, some, some peppers or, or, or something or... I'm with you. You know, top it off with some hot sauce. You know, and the, the only other time in life where I will put, you know, hot sauce on eggs is if I'm eating some, uh, some, some hotel eggs or resort eggs. Because, you know, they those scrambled eggs, you know, they, they really don't. They, there's really no seasoning in there. 
you know, so you need yeah, something salt and pepper, to... man. Nah, just get salt and pepper. You'll be good, man. Get salt and pepper and nah. have some cheese on that joint. I can't... I nah. Just... Sometimes yeah, the, the salt and pepper just, just doesn't do it. You know, I'm, I'm not a big salt guy, you know. I know, yeah. you know, how, you know, salt can, you know, uh, you know, affect the body. I mean, salt is, is one of those things where, I mean, you add a pinch of salt and it truly changes the dynamic or something, so... Yeah. You know, but... Sometimes the, the the pepper just don't get it done. I know I'd be on you know on, on flights and you know and they give you that, that breakfast you know tray and you got them eggs on there. You know I'm sitting here like man, if only I had a little touch of hot sauce on these eggs, man, that would make it a lot more you know palatable. But at least disguise it. Like if you have like chicken and waffles and you got an egg on the plate. You take the chicken off the waffle, you put hot sauce on the chicken, then it may mix with the syrup and the waffle, so you get that sweet and spicy taste, and it, it dribbles on the fucking egg. I'm cool with that. But I don't want to see a hot sauce or ketchup bottle directly vertical over the egg as it's intentionally. Oh, yeah. That's where, that's where I start having the drama. Like, all right, it's because you know, some shit yeah. just blends. I get you. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to see that on top of the egg. You know? Like you know, that's just. I'm gonna have to say no boy to that one, man. And you're still my guy, though. You know what I'm saying? So hey, hey, hey. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, you know, no self esteem issues over here, man. You know, I, I can take. I, I, I can take. You know, comment. I can take criticism. You know, I, I, I fully support you. You know, on the, the ketchup thing. You know, I think that's just utterly disgusting. You know, you know the hot sauce. You know, we we can agree to disagree on that one. You know, I'll take it because you know how hot sauce can be situational. You know, as 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 I, as I mentioned, you know, I'm not gonna say you know hot sauce every day on eggs. You know, but as a person, you know, who does enjoy spice, you know, I need to have you know you know something in there to say it all. Because sometimes, I mean, just scrambled eggs or cheese can be a little boring, man. Sometimes you need no oh, jalapeno, like peppers, red peppers, and jalapenos. Exactly, exactly. And I'm with you on that. But put a jalapeno, put a pepper, make it a vegan, you know what I'm saying? Make it a make it a vegetable one. Jalapeno, some spinach, some onions, you know, a little salt and pepper. I'm cool. I don't want to see that. I just look at it, I'm like, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. You know, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but speaking of that, like I said, you know, I think brunch season... You know, it's uh, it's funny how, especially the DMV is. You know, the brunch is like a seasonal thing, but now it's starting to become big, right? It's you know, yes. as long as the sun's out, you know, what I'm saying, I think I think brunches, brunches, brunches that thing. And I remember we were having a conversation when like day parties and brunch were like just starting. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of really a new thing. You know what I'm saying? Where now brunches are the party, like that should be the true turn up. Yeah, now this is true. So, yeah, man, you got a variety, man. But as long as you have a good brunch, man, that's where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know, you got the proper seasons on it. You have to put hot sauce on the shit. We'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, the good thing about brunch is, you know, usually, you know, you have that, uh, you know, that, that omelet station. You know, so, I mean, at least there, you know, you can, you know, add a little spice. I add a little, little flair to it so you don't have to reach that hot sauce on the table. That Tabasco sauce, you know, so. Yeah, you know, yeah, I get it. I'm still trying to find, you know, a, a brunch in Dubai that has eggs. You know, I, I've been to at least four or five brunches now out here, and I've yet to have an omelet. Oh wow! That's you deep. know, I, I've had, you know, 
amazing seafood. I've had sushi. I've had, you know, some of the, the best lamb. But I have not had an omelet, though. Mm. Yeah, I like a brush-ass lamb on it. That's a, that's a good brunch. Oh, man, yeah. We, we went to a, a, a night brunch, you know, that, that weekend where, you know, it was crazy and hit two brunches, you know, back-to-back. And they brought out, you know, a rack of lamb and was totally unexpected. And the mm. lamb was, was good because, you know, you, you weren't expecting that. But, yeah, I mean, you have a brunch with lamb, you, you definitely want it. But if I can find one that has an omelet and lamb, you know, I'd definitely be in good shape, though. Yeah, no, this is a good kickoff, though. I feel you. I feel you. Just talking about food itself, you know. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's coming up on the holiday season. We just got through the Halloween thing. But now it's real, you know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving, you know, just just being just being thankful and grateful for that. You know, the smorgasbord of shit and the competition who makes the best mac and cheese. About to yeah. go down, you know. So that's what that's what season we in now. So this is a good kickoff. You know, we will have a com- we will have a conversation as to again, as we've done before, talk about who in the family makes the best Mac. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, that's that's not going anywhere. And you know, I mean, sad to say, you know, once Halloween rolls around, you know, I mean, the year is technically done. You know, so you about to hit some holidays and, yeah. you know, you about to have, you know, gatherings and holiday celebrations. And before you know it, man, 2023. So, man, it's a full, it's a full agenda, man. This shit crazy. I'm talking about even before Halloween ended, I'm watching Christmas commercials. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, time is flying, you know? So, as I said in the very beginning of the show, I'm just grateful to be here for another day. But, but you know what? You know, I got one more chip on my shoulder, man, before we get out yeah. of here. You know, so we were talking about Thanksgiving. And, you know, I mean, Black Friday, you know, one of the biggest, you know, shopping days of the year. You know, yeah. it, it used to truly be, you know, an experience uh, where it's like, I, right, you know, next morning, bright and early at the store. Midnight at the store. Now it's 10 o'clock at the store. Now, Black Friday is a month long. What? Black Friday is a month long. Where You know, you, you're getting Black Friday deals, you know, the day after Halloween, which is crazy. That's wild. It's like, that's when you, you're really trying to, you know what I mean? Black Friday starting right after dinner, you know, was yeah. kind of a stretch. It's like, I right, look, I'm full. I really don't feel like dealing with, you know, crowds and lines and driving around and parking and traffic. But now you've got a month-long Black Friday. Yeah, and it's crazy, man. It's a full, like I said, man, back on that agenda shit, man. And how do you, you have Black Friday a month long when you raising interest rates? Yeah, yeah, six times you know uh, this year. Yeah, yeah, I saw you know that. Saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you you feeding into a recession. Like, you about to have people spend their fucking money. They think they're getting a deal. With, you know what I'm saying? Shit's just about to be out the roof. Yeah. Again, like, what are we teaching these kids, man? What the fuck? It's just stupid. This shit just, shit don't make no sense, right? It's like, you know, give them a month long, spend all their coins. You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving, like, oh, man, it's just a good deal. You know what I'm saying? Your money's still flowing in the same way. So hopefully you got yourself a little side thing where you got some 
some little penny jar around the side because, you know what I'm saying, just make sure you ain't out here getting, getting, uh, getting doo-wopped out here. I mean, like, like the beer commercials say, you know, drink responsibly. You know, I'm saying this to all the shoppers out there, man. Shop responsibly, you know. Facts. Every deal is not a deal. You know, I mean, cause I, especially, you know, it goes back to, you know, working at, you know, Best Buy while I was at Morgan. And, you know, you would see people, you know, running there, you know, trying to get, you know, these $300, you know, big screen TVs and, you know, $49 yeah. DVD players. I mean, a lot of times... A lot of the stuff we get, you know, during Black Friday, the majority of this stuff, man, we don't even need. We're just getting it because, you know, we think we're getting a good deal. Now, if you've been, you know, saving up like, all right, well, look, Black Friday, you know, I know you're going to have a deal on the TV, Super Bowl's coming up. I'm going to get me a TV on Black Friday. Mm -hmm. I can respect that because you're like, all right, you know, I'm trying to find, you know, a deal or find something or, hey, they got interest free or something some sort of gimmick that, that benefits you to where you can take advantage of. And I'm, I'm all for that. Facts. But when you just out just, just buying junk, just because, you know, you got an email or a text message about it, I'm like, come on, man, you falling right into the trap. The trap. Uh, but hey, man, before we get out of here, you know, so, you know, what's going on this weekend? Not, man, I will sit there and say, man, I talk to my folks over that gets like good time. Their smiles and good times, and they um, they told me they locked in the brunch for uh, the 18th of December. So okay. they, you know, what I'm saying so we'll, we'll we'll get them out there. You know what I'm saying, and yeah, possibly even have a little live thing out there. You know what I'm saying for for the brunch, so you can for those who who, who can't make it, you know, you can kind of see what you're missing. And those who can definitely, like I said, look out for for more information on that. Um, but yeah, man. No, I just like I said, man. It's been a, it's been a, I'm not gonna, it's been, a, it's been an interesting week, man. Just a lot of reflecting, as I always do, right? Being grateful for, you know, saying the folks that are around me, and hopefully, I got the right ones in my corner. So, I'm grooving, chilling. I'm chilling, chilling, chilling. No more pumpkin patches. The pumpkin patches over with. <laughs> I get it, man. Well, you know, not not too much on. Yeah. On, on on this side, you know, I know after work, I need to go to, to the tailor because uh, I had to bring out the tuxedo, you know, going to, uh, you know, a black tie event on Saturday, going to, uh, you know, Marine Corps ball. So okay. I, had, I had to get my, my, my tux out. You know, I, about 10 years ago, you know, I bought a tux because they were like, hey, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, you got to have, you know, a black suit, a gray mm -hmm. suit, a blue suit and a tux. Yeah. You know, so so I went out and got me a tux, and you know I tried it on because you know I hadn't worn a tux in probably maybe four or five years, give or take, uh, probably four years. You know, so for the longest, you know, I've been joking my coworkers. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try on my tux this weekend because I need to see what, what was going on with it, and I knew it was gonna go one or two ways. It was either gonna be a little too big, or it was gonna be <laughs> snug. No, man. When I tell you, you know, I tried on, you know, the jacket, you know, jacket fit like a glove. I was like, all right, that. When I tried on the pants, man, man, I felt like Steve Harvey hosting the Apollo show. I was like, ah, yeah, this this ain't going to cut it, man. Yeah. It's not going to cut it. I was like, I'm not going to go out and buy, buy another tux because, you know, out here, you know, it's hard trying to, you know, find my, you know, my, my sizes. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. ordering shoes from the States, you know, get them shipped here. And I was like, yeah. So I 
found a tail around the corner. You know, so my man's taking the pants in a little bit. Okay. You know, so I'm, uh, I'm going to go pick that up after uh, after work. Actually, I got two stops to make. So I I took the, the truck in for service this week, the, the big boy. Yeah. You know, because the service light came on. So I was like, ah, all right. So, you know, first time over here taking them for, for service. And, uh, you know, I have to say the experience here is, you know, slightly different. You know, uh, I, I was spoiled in the States. You know, the States, oh, you know, you drop it off. You know, you get a loner. You know, you, you drive about your business. You know, here you drop it off. They're like, yeah, we're going to call you tomorrow with the estimate and give you an ETA when it's going to be done. And, you know, you can either, you know, hop in a cab or Uber or, you know, hop on the train. It's like, oh, man. But you ain't getting a loner. <clears throat> nah, nah, nah. No, no, no loners. So I was like, all right, man. I, I, hate, when, I hate when I drop the car off and don't give me a loaner. I'm not going to lie, man. I'd be causing I'd be like, yeah, you got to find it. You got to find some will. You got to figure this shit out. I can, give, <clears throat> I can give a shit less about your chips that you don't have. You better find me a loaner. I got places to be, especially if you have my car over a certain amount of days. Like I need my uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I got errands. Uh, I, I I agree, man. And then you know, I was told you know it was gonna be, you know, truck will be ready the next day. It's like cool. Then I got a call around two o'clock. Like yeah, you know, we found such and such. You know, we got another part that's coming in. That part comes in tomorrow, so we'll be done. You know, tomorrow evening. You know, so now I'm two days you know down without a, you know, without the truck. But I mean, luckily, you know. Two vehicle household out here, so Make it I can still move around if, if if need be, and then take that one in next week. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's I get you, I get you on that. Yeah, man, but yeah, like I said, you know, whole whole new experience, you know. So it's um, <laughs> it's shaping up to be, you know, a, a busy weekend. But you know, I definitely let you know how uh, how this black tie, you know, event was. Cause it, yeah, let me know. It's looking like a it's looking like a big deal, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm all set. You know, I'm stop past the barber shop. You know, get get the beard lined up a little bit. You know, so I can show up. You know, look, looking correct. You know, you can't show up in the tux. You know, yeah. not have your beard game on point, man. As a, as as a bald individual, right? As a bald man, I'm really nice with my Clippers, but I think there are certain occasions where, you know, what I'm saying you want you do want to step, you do want to step out right. You know, what I'm saying yeah. get that shaped up right and you be straight. You know, what I'm saying. So I guess exactly, you. man. Hey, hey, like Deion Sanders said, man, you know, you look good, you feel good. You know, something all about that. There you go. Starts with inside. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Well, hey, you know, before we get out of here, once again, shout out to Shisha to you. Don't forget you can follow them on IG. You can keep up with us on Twitter at In the Bowl Pod. You know, we always say, you know, we're two highly opinionated individuals. You know, so if we saw something that struck a chord with you, you know, definitely, you know, reach out in the comments. You know, give us your perspective. You know, we're happy to, you know, chop it up with you. And last but not least, you know, don't forget, keep those hookahs clean. You know, after every use, just go ahead, take that extra five minutes, break it down, wash it out, make sure it's all set for the next go around. Last thing you want to do is, you know, be ready to smoke hookah, and now you got to go through this whole cleaning process, and now you feel discouraged. You know, so, you know, keep those hookahs clean. You know, so until next week, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. And as always, click like and subscribe. Hustle Five Ways Radio.